Hello and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Uh, we're going to make a superhero from scratch using a random name generated from an internet website. Hello, my name is Dean McKnight and I'm here to usher you along this uh, wonderful creative journey that we're about to go on together. It's all off the cuff, improvised from our... Um, uh, general mind spaces. As you can tell from the structure of that sentence. <laughs> Thank you for commenting on that, fellow host and good friend Jade Sarson. Uh, there should be another one around here. Joshua Randall, <laughs> you around here? I was going to say, as you go about talking about structure, our usual structure is you saying something, then one of us will pipe up and say, hey, hang on a second, that's stupid. Mm. Hey, and lo and behold. It's, it's good to have some familiarity. You know, that's yeah. why... You know, any film that sort of steps outside the the 3X structure gets called weird, despite it, you know, just trying something new. Listen, people have comfort watches, comfort listens, and we are one of them. It's true. Sometimes you want the same thing. I'm not saying... Are we? Are we a comfort listen? I mean... According to our poll... Yeah, according to the poll. What was it? How many people? Let's consult it. Let's consult it quickly. Oh. (laughs) Quick click. Listen, I'm happy being a stranger's friend. Uh, I'm cool with that. Sixty-six point seven percent have not fallen asleep. Oh, that said, oh. six people. Props to you, six people for answering the poll. Uh, so what? Four out of six haven't listened, haven't fallen asleep. Tickety boo. Well, if you're one of the six wide awake and wired, ready for a new superhero to be created right in front of your very ears, get in. Loser, we're going shopping. Mm-hmm. And if parts. you're one of the two asleep, <laughs> wake your ass! Come on, you can't, you can't create shit in Dreamland. Well, mm. you can. <laughs> well, hold on now. I think they can. You can, but but we have no c- control over that. I ah, want I to, I want to be in your imagination. I want to be right there, playing with the levers and the buttons. You know, making your dreams later, later more delightful. Mm-hmm. Like some version of the Inside Out characters, but invading. That's that's us. Yeah. That's me, Jane, Josh, just tampering with your, well, with your brain space, with your mindscape. Do you know what's on my mindscape right now? What is it? Christmas. Christmas, oh. I should say. Mm. It's it's the Christmas season. It's you better watch out. You better watch out. Ad nauseum. Yes. Um, tis the season to be jolly. Tis the season for giving. Tis the season to um stress about christmas but you can you can sidestep that altogether because i was informed two minutes before we started recording the episode that jade has a non-festive generator this week yeah it's more of a you better watch out than a deck the halls <laughs> type oh we've had it, our halloween it... episode yeah <laughs> we can't do two halloween episodes can we i mean we can turn it into something festive if you like <laughs> if that is what that... you desire <laughs> I guess that, you know, I did say we were avoiding Christmas, but Christmas is unavoidable uh, here in the UK. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could we could try and, like, add some spice. And I mean, like, you know, Christmassy spices, like nutmeg and um, c- c- cinnamon. <laughs> You're saying you want to add something enjoyable. Y- yeah. From this uh, bummer of a... Ge- what is the generator, Jade? Well, uh, let's start off with the bummer, and then we'll go into the positive. <laughs> so... Okay. I'm tired of being tired. That was my general brief for looking for this generator. Um, I'm uh, tired. Can of... I make a comment? Go on. Mood. Mood. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm sure many of you out there know this feeling: being tired of being tired, whether it's you know fatigue of you know a uh, flyby nature or chronic fatigue. Um, mm. So I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being ill all the time. Uh, so I thought I'd look up the disease name generator. <laughs> oh, fun! <laughs> oh. T- t- topical for obviously the last couple of years. Certainly. Um, but mm. uh, yeah, I'm I'm a bit ill at the moment uh, with just various maladies, and I'm fucking sick and tired of it. So I thought, you know what? I want to turn sickness into something to amuse me. So I found this. It's fantasy diseases. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. What's that because, be like fungus arm. Well, let me give you some examples. Uh, Bore sores. Oh. Uh, mm. uh, goose blindness. Magical goose blindness. gout. <laughs> uh, rat delusion. Okay. So it's just like animal ailment. No, there's uh, cold dehydration. Falling fever. 
Cold okay. dehydration is how I've been feeling for the entire month of December. Well, there you go. Not... Relatable. Hashtag relatable. So um, I'm going to veto any of the ones that sound like anything too real because we don't want to, you know, yeah. mock any real and difficult to handle illnesses. Mm. Of, course. No, of course not. Uh, so I've got just, uh, I'm going to get rid of these ones that I've been reading out. So now we've got some totally random new ones. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess give me a number between, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven. Seven. The classic. Four, five, six, seven. Uh, Devil's Skin. Devil's Skin is good! Uh, Sounds Dean, disgusting. Give me a uh, uh, three. Three. Volatile ears. Oh, that's also very good. Um, let me get, let, let's give one more so we got the trio. Six. Uh, violet stomach. Violet, yeah. like the color. Yeah, like the color. I'm not crazy about that one. Mm. Oh, the other, skin, so we, we had devil's skin, which is yeah, devil's skin. Uh, volatile ears, violet stomach. Okay, I devil feel like we. Skin. I feel like we're gonna go with devil's skin. But I swear there we... were more animals on here. I promise. <laughs> You could have had wolf scurvy. <laughs> wolf okay. scurvy. Just, okay, let's just do a quick sidebar on the sidebar. What would wolf scurvy be? <laughs> wolf scurvy Like, obviously, would... scurvy you get from not enough, like, vitamin C. Yeah. All right, I got it. Wolf scurvy is, like, a werewolf star character who does have scurvy. So when they transform into, like, uh, like the werewolf monster itself... They've only got like a short amount of time before their claws and teeth fall out. Oh. I was just going to say it's that uh, singer who was like, I'm only going to eat meat and then got scurvy. <laughs> James Blunt! Yeah. <laughs> Wolf scurvy is just James Blunt. That's his hero persona that he uses okay. to try and peddle that diet. <laughs> okay, oh, so cute. now we can come back into it. Yes, yes. So we have... I have a feeling we're going to end up with devil skin anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what would you do with for volatile ears? Well, uh, I guess that's volatile like, means that they're gonna like ready to like burst, burst at flames. any point, isn't it? Really? Yeah, volatile is like explosive. Yeah, like explosive sensitively ears explosive. Is mm. That's where you don't want explosions to happen, no. ideally. Yeah, it, and it sounds um, so disgusting. It must be like some kind of like weird Beano character. <laughs> I was gonna say like a Beano character, or like kind of like an Earthworm Jimmy ish. Yeah. Dude, the thing is, like, it's like going to be a, a superhero parody character, mm. and like, they're so difficult to get like charming. The Tick did it somehow. I can't, I, I can't live up to the Tick, man. <laughs> I, I think few can. Um, so Devil Skin. Okay. Devil Skin sounds like a um. I know it sounds a little bit like Devil Man, but it does. <laughs> conjure 60s manga for me hmm. you know that really round-ish style that they had back in the day what, yeah, like just tezuka of, then <laughs> yeah tezuka but disgusting kind of yeah um... tezuka's secret porn draw basically oh what, not the furry did, drawings um, who did drifting classroom that uh, fella da, 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 da. um kazuo umezu oh That's, um I got the first volume of that for Christmas. Funnily enough, to keep it in the theme, um, last year, and I read it, and there's kind of a... I suppose it's not quite Tezuka-looking kind of, but there is a kind of, like, roundness to some of the things, which makes how awful everything that happens to all these kids is just that bit worse. Mm. Mm. But like, I can see that. Um, isn't Umezu the one... It, it's sort of quite pretty characters, like young children... And they're witnessing horror, or am I thinking yeah. of someone else? Yeah, no, there's there's some pretty ni- nice stuff, but then just like the kids just get absolutely rinsed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going for that. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. I think I think that's an I- ideal style. Um, because I guess. I mean, also, we... it would be worth saying, Jade, are you comfortable with trying to replicate this kind of style? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Let me just um check. There was the one of the first. You know when you're getting started as an artist and you get all the how-to-draw manga books? <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. One of the first books I picked up was um, less of a how-to-draw and more of like uh, more of like a coffee table artsy book that yep. was like interviews with famous manga artists at the time. 
Mm. So it was like clamp, uh, oh, fucking um, Takehiko Inoue. Yeah. Uh, and then Umeza was in there. Oh. So like, yeah, that that's like an early, very early influence for me before I found my specific interests. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we can go with that kind of thing. Is Devil's Skin a... I mean, it could be an interesting thing in that if we want to go down the disease route, it could be a hero who changes hosts. Well, I did come at you with a brief of I'm sad about an illness and would like to be it's perked true. up. So a positive Maybe... spin would be fun rather than a lingering on the disease aspect. Yeah. I mean, I am yeah, afraid yeah. we do have a hero called Devil's Skin. Sure. But I suppose all right, also, all right. continue I mean, down the route and we'll see where I we go. I suppose we could also look into the idea of if we were to take like almost like a mood board of like devil aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Like if we Josh? try and just like pull Josh? from what? Let me say one conjoined word to you. Okay. Daredevil. What if the devil skin what? isn't like satanic devil, but what if it's some sort of cursed set of leathers from an evil Knievel type character? Which turns you into a superhero. That is more than two conjoined words. It certainly is. Uh, did I not mention the following explanation? But no, because I was thinking like, oh, what what superheroes have, you know, a, like devilish um, mm-hmm. motif? Daredevil does. But then I was like, oh, I don't want to do Daredevil again. But then I was like, what is a Daredevil? Huh? Inspiration struck. Mm. You've done some pretty good uh, six degrees of separation on that one. Mm-hmm. I think I think so. That's isn't that what creativity is? Getting an idea, <laughs> then realizing and then, stealing then someone's idea, bad. and just then... slowly removing little pieces and just <laughs> adding them onto your own thing. It's like Garth Marenghi said: writing is just typing words, but it's getting them in the right order that's tricky. Poignant. Very good. So, where are we at with the daredevil idea? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That silence uh, murdered me on the spot. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would say it could steer too close to a Ghost Rider type deal. Ah, uh, yeah. But then, what? Because what is so... de- what Can is we... Ghost Rider if not some sort of satanic uh, daredevil on wheels? But he's not got that cute, charming '60s manga aesthetic that we're, you know, hankering with. No. So what if? How how do we get it away from Daredevil then? By like going color? back to what you interrupted earlier. <laughs> a mood board of looking at aesthetics to do with devils. Yeah. Put Daredevil on there. So kind of what? Um, I mean, if you want to, if you want to think about devils' skin, what what kind of devils do we think about? Like so the him kind of like weird pops into my one? head. Which one? Oh, him. him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, like, there's your typical like. Christian devils, your Lucifers, your um, cloven hooves, your horns. Oh, when, when, uh, well, I may be getting my mythology mixed up here, but aren't devils like fallen angels, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. what if you went more like the traditional angel route? Well, I say traditional, accurate <laughs> angel route, which is, you know, covered in eyes. <laughs> oh, the thing that looks like it came out like the neural network. Sure, and uh, just... Un unbeholdable, if that is even a word. Mm. Really making a good thing out of a disease name generated there. Really hitting the brief. <laughs> but I don't hate that because that's so out there. Yeah, like, and it would be very you know sixties manga too. I mean, Devilman did it right. Yeah. Mm. I don't hate the fallen angel aspect because then maybe we can do like a bayonet. I know we reference a lot in this show listeners but that's how we sort of it's it's shorthand yeah for for you we, know we, we only, have, we only give ourselves like an hour for this and after pre mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. that much time no. No. what if we do a bayonetta thing where the angels are the enemies mm-hmm. and the, the 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 heavenly um beings are like the the people that we need to fight against and the devil comes from the idea that this fallen angel is seen as a devil but only to this evil um, angel regime. Mm-hmm. Sure. You said the yeah. word "evil" and "angel" a lot of times in that sentence, and in varying different. Uh... <laughs> I just stay with me, Josh. Come on, keep up. <laughs> We've done like 130 odd of these now. Come on. The angels are evil. Yes. But the so, the angel regime. Yes. In heaven, right? You know, is evil. Yeah. If you can somehow, you know, 
somehow imagine an evil regime running the place where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this, uh, the devil in devil skin is uh, an angel that's trying to rebel against their um, rulers, but gets thrown out and thus labeled as a devil. Right. But they're good. But they're good. Is they're our hero the fallen angel themselves or someone who is oh donned of... their skin yes mm. i think we need someone to don the skin that sounds good yeah mm. but the devil's skin isn't like a leather coat it's more like a series of orbiting parts of an actual angel you know like the 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 way they describe the neural network thing i mean i've I very clearly got struck with visual inspiration of someone shedding, uh, you know, what looks like a very fluffy coat around their elbows and it's draped along the floor. But you look closer and it's just full of eyes and feathers and skin. and Oh, that's gross. Yeah. And sure, you could have like orbiting things in there as well. Inconceivable mm. was the word I was looking for earlier. Inconceivable mm. objects that are floating as part of this skin. So it's mm. connected, but not by material form, which is what we understand. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, but you know, like those those rings that they tend to be drawn with, like that sort of surround them. Oh, you like... mean you mean like the saintly kind of paintings? Yeah. You mean <laughs> to reference uh, an older illustration of a hero? You mean the the one for uh, Baby Winegum? No, not like the the saintly halo, but like it's almost like Jupiter's rings that surround them. But oh, way okay. More hazy. Yes, yes, yes. I understand now. Yeah. That kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Can we do something like that? Can we throw a little bit of that kind of spice in this gumbo? Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Um. So yeah, uh, in answer to your question, Josh, they'd be wearing the skin. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But the skin is the. F- it's it's a sight to behold. It's not fucking like Silence of the Lambs sewn together leather. No. You know, it's not boring. It's celestial in nature. Yes. Okay. Uh, can we can we do an episode where we just describe the visuals? Of this hero instead of going in depth. <laughs> no, no, no. We need to get some sort of plot together. Yeah, we need some meat. I'm an oh. illustrator, not an artist. And <laughs> oh. illustrators tell stories with pictures. Well, look at you, fancy storyteller over here. It's my job. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just teasing. Uh, so, okay, let's tell a story then. Uh, we got like the the rough outline. We've got like the the introduction of the animated series kind of story going here. But what what? are the deeper strokes hmm. they all I, sound off at once i guess I mean, no, look it's just it's just a it's a very uh thorough thing we're looking into here yeah like to do with the whole angel thing like if you've mm. got that kind of setup then that usually would uh lead us to a story that has taken place over many many like possible millennia mm. if it's a character that is donned by subsequent people Mm. then they've clearly been fighting this fight for many, many years. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense because it being, you know, angels, you know, they're... they're Ancient beings. Ageless, yeah. So how do we justify this um, repetition aspect? Like, Mm. are they trying to find the right person? Maybe maybe this um, devil, uh, or the devil in devil's skin, is someone who... Uh, they're a little bit more reckless when it comes to their uh, wearers. Maybe they're quick to throw them quite deeply into combat or <clears throat> situations that are not really able to handle. And so they get them, uh, well, killed quickly. Okay, what if? No. Okay. <laughs> um, just because the entire of the time you were talking about that, I went off on a little daydream of my own, which I will now elucidate. Um, I fully support that. <laughs> uh, what if we have a very definably good character and mm-hmm. Devil's Skin comes along and is seen as a devil, um, has been written of, you know, is is embedded in the mythology of this world, is known publicly in some form. Oh, so, so it's like an equilibrium kind of situation. Uh, I don't know. You know, like almost like a propaganda-ish 
deal. Not not quite. I mean, like in the sense that if you saw devil's skin, you'd go, "Oh, that's the devil." Okay. okay. You know, like like we see, you know, characters like him or the little red devil from Cow and Chicken, and you go, "Oh, that's the devil," because mm-hmm. it's just embedded in your society. Yeah. It's, right. It's like an actual meme. Not just an internet funny joke, but it's something that's passed down via culture. Yes, yes, yes. So you have this good character that's selected by the devil and uh, the character is seeing this as temptation. Oh. So, you know, they're they're very good. They're very holier than thou. They think they're always on the right path and doing the right thing. And the whole crux of this story is devil's skin actually on the surface tempting this character, but really because, you know, We've created Devil to be a good person, a, a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil is actually teaching this good character who dons them to question what actually is good and what they've taught is That's good. That's the shit. So it's actually the like the series is actually a test. Every time someone dons Devil's skin, it's testing them and trying to get them to fight the angels that you've set up as the big bad. So it's the Matrix. In a way, um, if if a little bit more, or like, um, th- Shazami, kind of like looking for the right champion. Yes, so like where where the typical uh, superhero selection story will be like, oh look at this scruffy anti-hero, but they were good all along. Mm-hmm. We're kind of subverting that in that this character is so so certain of their goodness. That they're like, I will not be tempted by you, demon, you know. But it's actually like, hey, you're actually part of a shit system. Yes. Let me yes, explain yes, yes. how. Yes. So, like, I wouldn't say it's very Matrixy because uh, when, when you know, Keanu's fucking selected at the start of the Matrix and, you know, singled out, it's very clear early on, like, oh, these people are bad. Hmm. You know, from from the second he's thrown into the, that interview and his mouth disappears, you're like, oh, these are bad. These are bad guys. <laughs> yeah, it's the general. You don't go thing. like, hmm, I wonder if the people who tried to silence him are good, actually. Like, that's not where this series would go. Like, hmm. you'd be questioning, like, oh, is the devil tempting them? Like, I'm getting... You, you get subtle stuff very early on, and then the longer they wear the skin and fight for, quote-unquote, good... Hmm. The more you, you start to see good... devil's perspective. Yeah. I don't want to say like they find out that good's not black and white, but more like sometimes the white is darker and grey than you might expect. I think the 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 way to put it is not uh they teach them things aren't quote unquote black and white. It's they teach them to question things. That's it, yeah. I enjoy that very much. I think that was sort of where I wanted to send things, but I didn't know how to put it quite as eloquently as you did. You know, something where, like, this the devil is a rebel, but, you know, they they want to fight for... They're fighting for justice. Yes. You know, they're fighting for... Uh, against a regime that would, um, you know, throw... Literally throw them out of hev- heaven... Yeah. Of all places. And maybe that could be, a, like, a turning point in this story mm-hmm. where you know we don't fully explain where the devil came from mm. and then you have this point where it's like you know i was an angel bum bum um they threw me out because i was fighting for good you know if if angels aren't the pure beasts that you think they are what do you think humans are mm. bum bum you know really fucking get that nice uh, full page spread going it would be fun to to play with the the whole like uh y- you know humans made in god's image but in this universe it's like what do you think god looks like like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i you think uh we're made in god god's image and i look like this says the for the fucking devil you know yeah i guess you could you could have the devil be like well i was an angel so what does that tell you like <laughs> yeah exactly um but we're, we're still quite conceptual at this point, and we need to kind of rein it back in to being a superhero, doing hero Yeah, activity. so I think that means we need to flesh out our donor, our donist, our 
Donman. So their name is Donna. <laughs> They're Donna now. <laughs> Donna P. Jacketman. No. Donna David Dunn. Dun, dun. Josh. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Um, <laughs> how are we fleshing out this character? Um, well, I mean, other than trying to find alliterative names. Yes. <laughs> um, one of my daydreams was... Because are we still looking into the multiple host thing? Yes. I think so. I well, obviously we're going to be focusing on one host. One, yeah. I I like the idea that um, this is cyclical in the sense that you ne- you can never really defeat a celestial being like they just mm. continue existing. Um, so the cyclical story is more about testing each new Donna. Yeah, because the thing that came to mind when we started talking about that cyclical thing, mm. was Hades. Ah! Hey! Hey! And Very good. The That's the video game for mm. those um, where your character moves their way up through the underworld. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of... I almost thought about that thing of... So our host kind of trying to ascend mm-hmm. kind mm. of deal. And So do you think there's like some sort of task or trial they have to complete in order to get back up there to kick some ass are you are you turning our donna into a sort of sisyphean type i mean it could well be yeah like this is the boulder and we're going right up there and the host i don't know what happens to the host like if devil skin gets all the way up they succeed but then get thrown back down i'm not sure what happens to the host Mm. and i can't tell if it's bad but i don't really want it to be bad no I think think if you wanted to go, you know, classic uh, magical manga, right, Mm. then you'd probably give this magical character a task, like, you must collect a hundred souls and I'll tell you the secret to ascending. I think when these souls reach ascension, Mm. um, because, you know, I imagine in the beginning, uh, the devil would be trying to find, like, these pure souls that are generous enough to help him and with enough determination to see it through Mm. but because they still have this vision of you know good and godliness and what have you like they're they're too pure so when they ascend they sort of get talked into giving up the devil by those angels who Ah. to to them seem like reasonable fellows but you i guess uh, after a while the devil would realize like they need someone who is you know, wise enough to see that good, like, the light does not equal good. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, so the cycles previously, the the previous donors of the skin have all accepted the angel's offer and just been like, yeah, peace, I'm out. Yeah, they're like, actually, the angels are right, because angels are good. Oh, and know? the devil's skin uh, has... Just gets tossed back to earth. Yeah, hasn't succeeded in teaching them to question things. Exactly. So Donna someone... is our first to actually do it. Yeah, because they realize they don't need someone who's good. They need someone who's just. Good. Mm. I like that. Can we? Is this going to be our first video game? Uh, no, because that's not what this podcast is. No, it isn't. I think this. Well, we can we can do uh like a, a video superhero game video game. I mean, it, it may be adapted to one. Could the you mentioned about a collecting quest, Jade? Yes. What if it was the eyes? Oh. Oh, I like that. Because and yes. then what we could have is um so I was just I mean, first off I googled why do old angels have so many eyes. Which obviously <laughs> just comes up with all sorts of shite. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what I'm trying to figure out is like they're just like things to do with so I think some angels, depending on how good they are, have more eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Some things are saying eyes on the wings signify they can see clearly where they are and what they have to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Which could be interesting because obviously the more that they get, then they they get a bigger picture and they can find mm. and it kind of opens up. This is the final task. Go up here. Mm. Does that mean? Does that mean they have to not collect the eyes but earn the eyes yeah. by doing good tasks on Earth? Mm-hmm. Good tasks, which would be. Crime fighting. Yes. So just to um, interject some thought on like the superhero activity, because it's been on my mind. um, Mm -hmm. Like 
to to actually clear up what I mean by like, oh, devil's skin will convince them that do-gooding, you know, is not the same as justice, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the way you'd construct that in the story uh, is to have situations where the character, while wearing the devil's skin and using its powers, is like, well, clearly what I've got to do is this. And devil just kind of like whispers to them like, have you considered not that? Is this going to be a thing of like, they stole bread from the market, but it's to feed their family. Like not quite that simple. Like not that base, no. Yeah, but I, you're you're getting the general concept. Yes, like yeah, they yeah, keep yeah. stopping them, and it must irritate them at first because they're like, "We have to hurry, we have to hurry." And Devil's like, "No, it's important to just take a moment and think about this, hmm. like and actually can't... analyze the situation." <laughs> this is going to be our trickiest bank robbery yet. <laughs> Well, I mean, not entirely. Um, I mean, it could be almost the easiest Mm. because I can only assume what would cause people to not rob a bank more than seeing a literal manifestation of an angel. (laughs) Um, Well, you're taking the easy way out because the the devil's skin route to this problem would be not to beat up the criminals, but to sort of help them with their issues, because if you solve their issues, they're not going to be stealing from banks anymore. That's a systemic thing, right? So this angel, you know, perhaps the our Donna at this point would be like ready and wearing to go, flinging on the jacket. Hold on, hold then... on. You're confusing the terminology. You just called Donna an angel. They're not an angel. No, Do- Donna would be putting on the, you know, the, the skin. The devil's skin. you got to keep yeah, the, de- the terminology clear, otherwise you're <laughs> going to confuse things. Donna is putting on... The devil skin. Yes. Yeah. Devil and is a fallen angel, but for the purposes of the story and the <laughs> mythology within it, they are a devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, they're putting on the devil skin, and they're ready to rock and roll. You know, it's clobbering time. Mm. But then, you know, devil skin is like, hold up, dog. You don't have to. Why, why are you just going to beat up these guys? <laughs> Think about this for a second. Like, you need to, you know, lull them down. But if you just throw them in jail they're just gonna you you know they're gonna get lost in all that Mm -hmm. why don't you just think about this for a second yeah you need to stop the violent crime i can help you with that but what's the end goal here and then we sit down and have a philosophical chat for like 20 pages no no it's got to be interesting come on i know i know Mm. come on we've got got characters with like twenty thousand eyes on them you know we've got to make this uh it's got to be pretty cool it's not just gonna be them sitting in a leather chair like well i'm gonna tell you about this yeah, like I, uh, I'd like to come back special. to what you said before, Josh, about like the eyes enabling them to see more and understand mm. more. Yeah. So, like, maybe the eyes are one of the powers. Like, mm. it, it can throw these vi- quote-unquote villains uh, off kilter by revealing shit about them. Mm-hmm. Like, you could almost be a bit snide about it, like ex- exposing truths. In the midst of like a very public scene. That's not really action oriented though. No, no, that's true. Um, yeah. You know, um, well, if I mean, we're talking about it, keeping things interesting. It could be action orientated to get them to keep looking. Mm. Like there's nothing to stop them just be like, you know, if they put up their... Because I'm going to guess that the more eyes they get, the kind of like more covered they become. Mm. Can do. So, so um, like... Maybe they've got to try, at least at the start, they've kind of got to be a bit more forceful in terms of kind of restraining, um, like the bank robbers in this case, mm. to try mm. and just get them to see the secrets and stuff. Because, I mean, otherwise, is it like a kind of almost theatre thing that they're just kind of trying to embarrass some bank robbers? What if the eye powers are like future vision and past vision? Um, so, future vision. It's kind of like a Jedi thing where they can sort of see a little bit into the future and sort of like dodge punches and plan their like combat like that. You know, maybe the Donna of the Devil's Skin does have some like chops when it comes to like martial arts or whatever. Mm -hmm. So using their, you know, future sight abilities, they can dodge and weave and be even better. But then the past sight sort of comes in where you can see like an individual's past and then make a judgment from that. So, I think it would be good for Donna to see their past mistakes as well, though. 
like imagine a quick flash of like remember last time you tried this you fucked up and so it would mm. cause them to change the move mm. in a split second which adds to their sort of learning yeah capabilities i also what? think like your that description sounds very video gamey um <laughs> like that's what he's trying to do isn't it You're yes it, it does Yes, um, I'm staring this car, but yeah. I would also say that like future and past and time itself doesn't really apply to angelic celestial beings, does it? Well, I guess that plays into it a bit because that means mm. like they can draw from this. You know, if time is a river flowing, you know, to an, a celestial body like the devil, mm. it's simply a still lake that yes, they can so- draw from at will. Yeah, so what I'm saying is the way you've described it sounds very, like, video game power-y. So, like, you can use future one or past one, but in a narrative sense, it's just, you can see all. (laughs) Let me explain how we can use it narratively. Go on. So, let's say, you know, um, they apprehend these villains Mm. during the bank robbery. Um, Let's say they they knock one out. Not ideal, but stay with me. Um, (laughs) And they sort of get one in an arm lock and they'll put like a hand to their head and like they'll use that to sort of see this person's past. Mm. And maybe you can see like how they, you know, made the decisions to go into crime. Maybe you find out like, oh, it was just like because they went into debt that one time or they were um, they're trying to, you know, do anything to feed their family. or You know, you, you see why they are how they are. Mm. And then from that, you know, devil skin is going to be like, okay, you've seen that. Now, what are you going to do? You're just going to throw this guy in jail. There's just, you know, their family's just going to wither without them. Mm. Or, you know, they're still going to be in debt when they get out. What can, are you going to do? Can I hit you with an alternative? Go on. What if um, Donna, still wearing the devil's skin, has succeeded? Yep. And is, you know, cutting off these these criminals to be arrested. Mm. So they're about to hand them over. And then they get a vision of, like, what they're going to have to deal with, you know, the the trauma of going to prison. Um, oh, shit. How it fails them, how it doesn't fix them or anything. And without yeah. knowing the reason for the crime, they still snap. Like, you can see the police reaching for them, pulling out the cuffs, about to bag them and tag them. And Devil's Skin, not well, not Devil's Skin, Donna makes the choice to quickly whip them out of the way. An escape. Ooh. I think I think the choice to understand that, like, oh shit, this solution isn't really a solution mm. without knowing the cause of the crime is interesting to me. Yeah. Like think... we always we always talk about the whole like, oh, they stole a loaf of bread to feed their family, mm. and it's like that's not always the case, and just you know that doesn't mean. If that's not your sole motivation, then you shouldn't be treated like a human being. Mm. People make bad decisions. Right, and, and you make they mistakes. Have to live with that for the yes. rest of their lives. Yes. Jade, that's excellent. That's really good. Okay. Um, turns out you're pretty good at this whole storytelling thing. I try. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they would start. That would be like sort of another pivotal point of this comic where, you know, they do this bank job and they. They actually, for for once, make a decision that's outside of the um, sort of rules and agreed upon terms of this society. Yeah, and I think it would be quite funny if, um, well, funny for me, uh, <laughs> if mm-hmm. like they were Donna was under the illusion, like, and now you know, like classic uh, superpower mentor style. They're they're like under the impression that like oh you're gaining control over your powers well done mm. hmm. and then that moment before they hand over the criminals to the police it's devil's skin who invokes the power it's like ha sucker you know yeah like, like it's not under donna's control to see the vision devil's just like mm. and now i'm gonna hit you with this oh, that'd be good yeah and mm. that would cause some friction later on you know they'd have a bit of a mm. tussle be like why yeah. don't you show me that yeah and yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Dev- i like that and devil's kind of skin's gives, like uh both characters a bit more agency Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh this is... Oh, I'm enjoying this very much. So, um, how does it... So, once they've solved this case slash crime thing, mm-hmm. what? how does they... If we're going with the eye thing, mm-hmm. how do they get a new one? 
Hmm. Like, how do they, like, what do they just like, look down and there's a coin and it's turned into an eye? <laughs> Whoa, touches it and it just perhaps, suddenly appears on their forearm. I mean, perhaps it could be like a thing that you don't realize at first. Like, hmm. you kind of take it with a grain of salt, like, oh, there's loads of eyes on devil's skin. But actually, yeah. and I'm cursing the artist who ever ended up, like, drawing this in the future. Because, you know, this will get made, absolutely. Mm. Um, I, I cursed the uh, video game 3D modeler who has to sure, make sure, this sure. Uh, design. But it would be easier for a modeler because I think. Oh shit! I may, maybe I've just. <laughs> Wait, I haven't even said the conundrum here. The conundrum would be that you assume that there's just a random number of eyes on Devil's skin at the start mm. of the comic slash video game. But actually, as the game slash comic goes on, more eyes accumulate as good deeds mm. are done. So. Mm. You start if you're a like an eagle-eyed reader slash player. You you notice it, and eventually yeah. Donna will notice it. But that means so we, there would have to be like a canonical start count of eyes. Yeah, because obviously we we would. So we've kind of got a there isn't a Dragon Ball kind of thing. There aren't there aren't two thousand eyes. You must complete two thousand tasks. Yeah, it's just they complete something. An eye will appear. They they won't. There won't be any kind of fanfare for it. Yeah. But as they no. progress, it almost you. It kind of runs parallel to their character motivation. Yes. In that you think that not just their motiva- motivation, but like their arc, like they they're becoming more a more fuller person. But mm. it's not just them. It's just the fact that they've got loads of eyes now. Yeah. <laughs> they can just see everything. Like you some do- some people who aren't like as observant. Uh, of the narrative will just be like god the artist you know at the start of this comic they were drawing I preferred how the devil's skin looked earlier there's just too <laughs> many eyes now I think they're overdoing it it's a little busy well, a little busy I, I don't know what to tell you kid angels have got loads of eyes <laughs> I looked at the reference I copied the reference buddy yeah. but then you know you can have that whole moment where it's like look how far you've come you know you show an old picture of them and how many behold eyes your progress now. yeah exactly I mean, I was thinking you could, if you wanted to give the artist an easier time, shall we say, James Arson, artist, (laughs) illustrator, uh, you could have it where they have, like, larger eyes, either, you know, encircling them or maybe even, you know, around, like, the the shoulders of the the Donna. Maybe Mm. even, like, peacock feathers almost, you know, as eyes. Um, I'd I'd love just to cut in... uh, this isn't Please. relevant to like costume design or anything, but this would be Interrupt. go ahead. It would be a good character moment for Donna to not be wearing the devil's skin and just sort of have a nightmare when they're at their most conflicted mm. where they like wake up. You know you know when you have a false wake up but you're still dreaming. Mm-hmm. And they're just their actual, you know, human skin is covered in eyes. Gross. I hate that as a yeah. person, but I love it. But reading. it it would be a good representation of like how they're feeling quite like entwined with the devil. Mm. You know, are they are that. they still making their own choices or is the devil controlling them? You could even combine that with the idea that they're just able to see more exactly evil in this world that yes. was you know before pure and just, but now oh. it's like oh shit, you know. Now I can see like the the dodgy shit in it. Eyes are mm. such a good metaphor. Yeah, eyes are pretty important. We see through them. We there's um... a reason edgy teenagers just draw eyes everywhere. <laughs> Jane, can, can't do elaborate. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I was more of a skull guy when I was younger, so I actually had the absolute of eyes in a lot. Ah. Uh... We don't know. That, that's probably another whole kettle of fish. <laughs> we don't have oh. time to unpack all that. <laughs> I was more of a Diglett kind of person. I drew Diglett <laughs> everywhere. The only thing I could draw. But no, I think... I, I was going to say costume ideas, but this, the hero is the costume. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, but we can, uh, we can think of, like, interesting ways of incorporating, like, eyes as skin, eyes motifs on things. Mm. Like, the way that we could kind of combine, like, wings into a cape, that kind of stuff. Imagine if each of your fingernails turned into an eye. I mean, they could. I think I think I'd be looking more at the wrinkles of your fingers. You know, each each wrinkle at the connect. If you flex your mm. fingers and oh, the straighten knuckles. them out again, Ooh. the knuckle wrinkles. Like it does, kind of like we do, like a bit of kind of body horrorish stuff in there. 
And you can just imagine them Take it away, Josh. their hand <laughs> and just seeing one of those lines and then one of those lines just opens. Oh. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, um, there was that 90s manga Parasite. Oh, you know, yes. Where the alien gets stuck in that guy's hand. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, eyes just keep on popping up all over that, but mm. we're just going a bit more all out and it's just going to be whole body stuff. Mm. And the eyes themselves are going to be not just your standard, like, Sclera, Cornea. Oh, you gotta have some goat eyes in there. <laughs> yeah. the, well, the angel eyes are almost like all like kaleidoscopic patterns and colors, aren't they? Ah, question. Yeah. Uh, are we going to have a pair of eyes that distinctly be- belong to devil? Like, oh, that could be fun. Yeah, like so. So ones that specifically perhaps emote a just a tad more than the rest of the eyes on the costume whenever Devil is speaking or whispering in Donna's ear. Let me smack oh. you up with this idea. Okay. Because the <laughs> coat is almost like a, a a feather coat, but with eyes, right? Sort of, yeah. So what if just like a like, bit a bit leathery in places? What if pairs of those just turned into like these unique eyes just like wherever oh wherever you know. yeah. yeah yeah so so there'd be a specific design for devil's pair of eyes yeah and they would just pop up wherever on the mm. costume that is you know within the panel within the frame and again mm. again you can have another like dush moment another like big moment where they appear on their skin mm. you know maybe it is on the knuckles of the fingers or you know in the the, the gaps in his uh, abs or something, you know, mm. their abs or something, you know. Mm. Yes, Kay. yes, I, I I like this because it means that there's not a set position for the eyes. Like, because because what made me think of that was um uh I can't remember what his name is, but Ryuko's outfit in Kill the Kill. Kill the Kill. Yeah. I can't remember what his mm. fucking name is. Um. S- sets. The the san suit though. Tetsuku, tenset, san tetsu. I can't remember. But he, you know, his eyes are very clear. But that means if yeah. if you want to see him speaking, you need to look at Ryuko from the front. Mm. So, like, this is a great solution because it means we can be looking at Donna from any angle and be able to see Devil speaking if necessary. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you're not bound to, like, a single design. Yes. Senketsu is the name. Ah, there you go. Mm. Um, yeah. Something, just something weird. It's got to mm. be weird and ethereal, just unfamiliar. Unfamiliar. I mean, it doesn't, to be clear, like, it doesn't have to be a pair of eyes as well, because that feels very human. But likewise, that does humanize devil and make them more endearing to the reader, perhaps. Just like a unique pair. A, a personable pair. Because I was going to say, you could just have one that, that, you know, blinks emotively at times. Mm. But I think a pair, you know, humanizes the devil. Hmm. Just depends on where you leave them. Yeah, that's true. Just uh, just a pair on the butt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, or you could have one on the butt, one under the armpit. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of deal. Like sort of two just above like the, the, the deeper cleft of the butt, mm. you know? Either elbow as you're choking someone out. Like, I don't think you want to do that. Oh, dude, it, it'd be, I'm, I'm into this. Like, I, I do wish... We had more time just to elaborate, explore. but like you know, I, I want to leave that gap for the listeners because I want, I, like I said, <laughs> no, no, you be- don't. You want you want to leave it because you've seen that your time, <laughs> your audacity recording is getting to around the fifty-five minute mark. No, I mean, do you, do you want to like a quick like two like a quick one two sentence on how you think it would end, or have we not really gone into enough about our main host that you would mm. feel comfortable? thinking up an arc for them or an ending of that arc it's quite tricky because we've established that donna is the first one to break the cycle yeah Mm. or or rather do the cycle in a different way like i for me it would be satisfying if the cycle kept going and devil found another person after donna regardless of donna's outcome i think what happens is they do make it to heaven Mm -hmm. donna in in air quotes whatever heaven in air quotes yeah yeah. (laughs) uh they Donna is wise enough to make the proper decision to dismantle the system, but what's left is a resulting chaos that uh, sort of leaves a lot of like violence and devastation in its path. Uh, And once again, 
the cycle continues, Jade. Uh, Devil's skin gets thrown back down to Earth, but like it's almost like a an apocalypse situation, and that's why we'd be like, bam, end of part one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're chainsaw manning it. Hmm. I I like chainsaw manning it, but mm. we did we did say that Donna would be the one that doesn't accept the angel's metaphorical hand, so to speak. Yeah, and that's why they go on to sort of try and dismantle the angelic system. Ah. But, you know, uh, new systems require hard birth. Ah, and that's part two, is it? That that That's what we deal with in part two. You know, we'll, we'll come back to that. You give us a year and we, we come back. Give Our dear listeners, give us a year and we will return to this story and come up with part two. Oh, jeez. Promises, my, promises. I'm going to put that in my calendar and we'll come back to it. Holy shit. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you have proven that you are just and worthy of uh, ascending to, to heaven and, you know... Ki- Quote, unquote, heaven. Wait, wait, what's that phrase where it's like, kill God, do crimes, or whatever it is? Oh. Abolish God. Dethrone God. Like Dethrone yeah. God, yeah. Be gay, do crimes, etc. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much for dethroning God and being gay, do crimes. Uh, Josh, how can they uh, further... Uh, change the system in well in our favor i assume they already know this because we talk about it every time mm. um but for new listeners i guess to find because like, i don't know if i'm right and just but i'm sure that a five <laughs> or five, four or five star review would probably do pretty well to tell me that um so if you go to your podcasting platform leave a review i would then find out that i am worthy of ascension that'd be nice um and with all good and uh morally right things we'll also reward you by putting you into the podcast by putting you into a name generator i think that's about that uh oh uh, you can also speak to us on bbr underscore podcast which is our twitter um mm-hmm. where we put up the poll about whether or not you sleep um listening to us um obviously an illustration we put up with many many eyes so many looking eyes. forward to that um oh, I'm, I'm dying for it this is gonna be great oh <laughs> i just want to uh, say as well that our last illustration of sheba stamp um, was perfect. Oh. It was a perfect rendition of two very good, very, very, very good dogs. <laughs> Little cheeky faces. Yeah. Well, thank uh, you. Well, we went from uh, dogs with cheeky faces to, uh, well, the sort of uh, personification of everything that's wrong with Christianity. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> You've been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am sent Dean McKnight. Uh, I'm Jade Million Eyes Sarson And I am Josh You could say Devil's Skin Was the Devil's Kin Randall Good, yeah, yeah, good, good night <laughs>